Hey, everybody, and welcome to Silence Your Cell Phones. My name's Kevin here with my buddy and co-host, Jared. Live and in color. Hey, live. Emphasis on the live part because... For those of you listening on the podcast, we are doing a YouTube live for the first time while we record our podcast. So um, it's kind of neat, really cool, and hopefully a step in the right direction, I think, for for the podcast. Yeah, it should help us get consistent YouTube videos up instead of having to wait. Yeah, because your video guy is just awful, truly. He's dog meat. (laughs) That's neither here nor there. Kevin. Yes, sir. What did you watch this week? Uh, what did I watch this week? Uh, I started the week off terribly. I watched the 355. Ah, yes. Ah, yes. The 355. Um, Blue Period was our show I watched. Um, and been enjoying that so far as well. We'll get into that here shortly. Uh, Clue, which uh, was also my movie, so I'll get into that shortly. And I started re-watching um, Criminal Minds, okay. season one. Nice. It's been years since I watched it. Somebody recently watched it, um, and I wanted to take a look and see that again. Because I think when I was watching it, it was it was live on TV when TV was a thing, and, yeah. and people were doing that regularly. Yeah, network television. So it's, it's, been, <laughs> it's, it's been literal years. Um, since I did that, but, uh, not a whole lot, not a whole lot of watching much of anything this week, to be honest, it's been kind of busy at work and, uh, you know how that goes. I do respect all of that, but I did get, I did get in what I was supposed to get in. So that was the important thing. Uh, Jared, what did you get into this week? Um, I watched like you, the three, five, five blue period. Um, I did, Seven, which was my mystery movie. Um, I can't remember if I talked about it last podcast or not, but I watched a Lady Bird. I think I did. Uh, I think I mentioned that, or at least talked to you about it. Um, yeah. Then I watched a movie last night called The Edge of 17 with Haley Stanfield and Woody Harrelson. Haley Stanfield, is that the... Um... Hawkeye Girl? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I prop- love that you knew where my brain was yeah probably her i mean she was in pitch perfect i've seen her do some stuff it's probably her best acting performance i've seen her in okay edge of 17 is really good uh comedy dark humor all about all of it okay um and then i think that's it what do you think about ladybird though because i i saw it came up i want to say it's uh critically acclaimed oh yeah it's it's great it is. Yeah, I mean, it's up there with uh, as far as high school coming of age type stuff. Uh, it's up there with Perks of Being a Wallflower. I don't know if I like it as much as I like Perks, but it's it's more comedy than Perks was. Sure. But it's it's really good. Timothy Chalmette's great. Um, I forget the name. Let me look Typical Timothy Chalamet. Now let me look up the main actress because she was also great i think she was also the main daughter in little women yeah i'm gonna butcher this name oh hate that Saris ronan you know what? it sounds right can i get a wikipedia pronunciation please 
Um, uh, that doesn't happen either. So perks of a wallflower, good. That's a uh, that's pretty high praise. Yeah, perks of being a wallflower is just a different level of. And I'm, you know, I got a guilty pleasure for high school coming of age movies. Uh, they're one of my favorites, but all three of those were good. I think Edge of Seventeen's probably up there now. Um, yeah, Woody Harrelson's great. You know, I find that here recently, especially, you know, we watched True Detective, and which he was uh, he starred in season one alongside Matthew McConaughey, uh, and then we saw Venom, in which he was Carnage. Carnage, um, and I've got to say. His performances of late have been very good. Uh, I think he slept on as an actor. Um, yeah, I think this. I think he's talented. I think Edge of Seventeen was like 2016, so it's not a newer movie. But right. I saw I saw it pop well, up. Well, I mean, in his later years. Oh, you know, yeah. I'm talking about because he was the early 90s. You know. Yeah, uh, I definitely agree with that. He he just kind of has it all. You know, no matter what role you need him to play, he steps up like he was a history teacher in this movie oh i and, could totally see that and he's just got this really dry sense of humor that you know he, he it's like endearing almost but he's a complete smart ass yeah and so like having that same kind of humor uh i can get on board i could i, I could see what he's doing that i could vibe with so yeah it's really good really good flick okay well we have a pretty big show in store for you guys today. Um, A lot of stuff has has went down in the last week. As most of you know, the Golden Globes happened. Yep. Um, And so we're going to review the Golden Globes, winners, losers, um, all that good stuff, nominees, uh, because in my opinion, if you're nominated, there really are no losers. I think being nominated for something that important is pretty, pretty um, significant. It's pretty it's high right. praise just to, you know, people think highly enough to put you up there with the best of the year. Sure. Sure. Um, but before we do that, I would like to introduce a new segment. And this comes to you courtesy of Dane. What's Dane's last name? McGlone. Dane McGlone, um, who introduced a book to Jarrett called Everyone's a Critic. Jarrett was kind enough to get me a book as well. And it is a 52-week challenge with a different prompt every week, uh, which basically is going to enhance your knowledge of cinema. Um, And so what I wanted to do was I wanted to give the prompt and what I would be watching for the week. Every week we discuss it on the podcast, and you are more than welcome to join, right? Do you have your copy with you so you can show them what it looks oh, like i i do not i put it it's at work okay mine's on my kitchen table but I'm if you want to grab it you can that would, yeah, that would be i great. think I, I think i will go grab it just so okay kind of see if they want to order it sure um and i will i'll discuss the prompt so so the the first week's prompt is actually um watch and you and they have to be movies you haven't seen right uh so I guess, watch. I guess technically not, but I think the fun of it is to pick movies that are going to challenge yeah. you. Yeah, I, I agree. I, I yeah. agree with that. Um, so, yeah, this is what it looks like if I can get my camera to quit blurring it out. Yeah. Um, I think it's like nine bucks on Amazon. Oh. 
uh, every little, yeah. Oh, 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 everything just, it asks you, you know, director, uh, who did the music, uh, who did the music, um, just all the little stuff about a movie. So you have to pay a little more attention when you're watching the film, which I think is great. Um, so yeah, I think it was like nine ninety five again. Amazon Prime got here in two days, super fast. So if you want to pick up, all right. Did you? Uh, what'd you say? I missed it. Yeah, I was just showing them like what the prompts look like. Oh yeah, a, yeah. yeah. And it's asking you like, why did you choose the film? Have you seen it before? Would you recommend it? Um, do you think like I think like what the, characters do you identify with? Yeah, like the first prompt is like best picture and it asks you stuff like do you think it deserved the award and stuff like that so you have to like I said, pay a little more attention when you watch the movie um but making movie interact movies interactive is fun uh so you're not just like on your cell phone the whole time missing the film yeah so the thing that i really like about it is that it is interactive so when you watch a movie or at least when i watch a movie like in a theater there are certain things that aren't really going through my head like right generally who wrote it who directed it who did the score who like who did all the behind the scenes stuff which the book asks you for but then it also asks you things like what characters do you most identify with least identify with um should it have won the award or, or yeah. whatever so like for this week it's uh pick a movie that has won um what's the best what picture best picture so pick a movie that's won best picture Right. So for this week, I'll give you my selection and you're welcome to, to join me as I watch it. I chose the King's speech and I believe that one in 2012 or 2011, maybe. Um, and I'm looking up now as I'm talking. Yeah. Um, but I will be watching it this week. And then next week I will go through my answers for the prompting. Yep. Um, and then Jared will do the same thing, right? You're going to do the same thing with, with your selection. Yeah. yeah. I think for best picture, I'm going to do Casablanca. Cool. Yeah. Perfect. So that is kind of how we're going to play this and we'll, it'll be a fun thing that we do every week. So, uh, really looking forward to, to that and, uh, starting something new that's going to hopefully enhance, you know, my, my knowledge of, of movies and cinema and, yeah, I'm super excited because I think my weakest part of movies is older films. Yeah. Like, like you know, pre-70s, even though, I mean, 70s are old films. Sure. But, like, I don't watch any 1920s, 1940s movies on the regular. So, stuff like this is really going to let me do that and give me a reason to watch stuff like Casablanca, which I wouldn't. I mean, besides it, I mean, I guess it's considered one of the best movies yeah, of all time, but like 1930 or something, 1942. 42. Yeah, so, but even then, I never really had any motivation to watch it, but now, sure, gives me a little bit extra stake in the game. Yeah, I think, um, that's another thing that I was wanting to do as well was watch some older movies because you know, we we watch movie trivia schmodown and it comes up so often, right? These, these yeah. older movie titles, and um, they'll do you know, by decades, 60s, 50s, 70s, whatever, yeah. Um, and so I think it's just good knowledge to have in general, especially for what we do on a weekly basis is we talk about movies. So, um, you know, building that up is, is, should be beneficial for us, for, for people that listen. Um, you know, so yeah. yeah. Awesome. I'm down. 
So thank big big shout out to Dane. Thank you so much. It's a great yes. idea, man. Seriously. Yeah, it is awesome. Thank you. And also, Dane, be ready because we're going to be having you on the show in the next couple of weeks, bud. Yeah, we're going to need you. Yeah, it's Oscar season. It is. It's award season, so we're going to need your ginormous brain. So, uh, that being said, let's go ahead and discuss first the movies that we were supposed to watch this week. Do you want to do that first, or do you just want to get the 355 out of the way? Oh, let's do that. Yeah, Yeah. let's just do that. Yeah, that movie was bad. It was not good. Uh, Not Space Jam 2 bad, but it's not much better. Let me look up, because it's interesting to me. I'm curious to know how this movie scored. There's no way it's, it's any good. Like, it's no, it, was a, it was a 23 on Rotten Tomatoes last time I saw. I mean, IMDb has it as a 4.6, and that just that astounds me. That literally blows my mind. Yeah, um, it's pretty generous. I'm sure Rotten Tomatoes is actually probably even lower now, honestly. Yeah, I don't know what the audience score is, though. There's no way the audience score is that good. I would hope not, but I've seen weirder stuff. 82. It has an 82 audience score right now. There is no way. How many reviews? Don't say it. No, I'm asking. Like, for the audience score, how many? Oh, I thought you were going to finish that up. You know what? I'm just going to stop there. Uh, 250-plus verified ratings for the audience score. The tomato, the critic score is a 26 with 164 reviews and they got this one right because that movie was a clown show it was so bad Yeah, it was so bad and you know it's not before people start jumping on us it's not that the entire cast was women i liked the cast honestly yeah the actresses they got are good actresses that i've enjoyed in other films it's just yeah there was no it just wasn't believable to me like the way the way the guns looked the way the guns reacted like when we're in growing up in a time with john wick and all these really good choreographed action films this just this was bad yeah and so the plot wasn't good the shot selection wasn't good the action scenes were not good um i thought the acting was okay uh the chick that plays Deej was my favorite part of the show i thought she was phenomenal yeah um and her name is not here for some reason why is it here uh oh i will mess i will mess that up uh lupita nyango anyway she was the best part character's name was Deej. she was the technological wizard for mi6 uh she was dope yeah so. i mean she, she was cool i just I don't know. I don't think that female action movies necessarily have to do the same thing that John Wick does. Right? Right. There are things that women spies and secret agents and stuff bring to the table that guy secret agents can't. Right. Like, I mean, generally they have to be smarter, right? Because they're not as big as the six, eight guys that they might have to fight. So they have to bring in a quality of finesse that I think 
didn't get brought in this movie. Like they were just trying to show that they're action stars. Right. And I think they missed out. Like it could have been a really good movie had the finesse, had the poise, had the setup been there. But yeah. it's I laughed in that movie a lot because there's some bad scenes. Yeah, and, and and that's like negatively. So so it wasn't like comic laughter. It was like this is so bad. It is it is causing me to laugh out loud in the movie theater at a time when you're really not supposed to be laughing. Yeah. So, you know, for me, I think one of the biggest things with action movies or, or movies that are built as action movies is choreography. Yes. Of which this movies was terrible. Yes. Right. So it's something that when I'm going into an action scene, regardless of who's playing the characters, the choreography needs to be on point. So if you remember Snake Eyes, they had the lady, I can't remember her name, the, the older lady that was like the helper at the house. Yeah. Who was awesome. Like her fight scenes were legit, but that choreography was done correctly. Yes. So, so that's the biggest difference here is that it wasn't there in this movie. Yeah, I think had the choreography been better, the 355 would have probably been the same level of movie Snake Eyes was sure. to me. But Snake Eyes had bad acting, yes, good action scenes, and the 355 had nothing. Yeah. yeah. Like, not, <laughs> I, I, there's not, I don't even know if there's a redeeming quality of the movie. Yeah. Uh, and here's the thing. The last thing that I'll say about this movie was that it was predictable. Yes. Okay? Extremely predictable. Right? And that's, not something I particularly like about movies. Like, at least in the, you can predict pretty much any movie in, in the vaguest sense, right? Like, oh, the good guy's going to win, sure. Yeah. But I mean, like, you know, X is a bad guy, right? Yeah. Don't make it that predictable. Yeah. That's I all think, I'm saying. I think I saw today that the break even, once you count production and marketing for this movie, was $155 million. And over two weeks, it's made four. <laughs> so, so I, know, I know they set it up to where we might get a three, five, five, two. Yeah, but I doubt it. If it's gonna, uh, cost, if it's gonna cost them a hundred million dollars. <laughs> yeah, that's tough. Yeah, that's really tough. I, I you know, I sympathize with because, because like you said, I mean, I, I, I don't necessarily mind the, the act the actors and actresses that were in the movie. No, I like Jessica Chastain um, and the girl that played Deej and all that. Yeah, and I really like, what's the guy's name? Sebastian Stan. Yes, you already knew who, because he's, he's in a few things, and he's, yeah. he's a, a good yeah. actor. Yeah, he's Bucky. Yes, he is Bucky. Yeah, so, and I like Bucky a lot. They so. just missed the mark, man. Yeah, it just wasn't. And, you know, going into it, I basically had to, drag you and our buddy andrew into it because we all knew we did we you know i said i said before i said i said on last week's episode that i that i would go in with an open mind and i did truly i really did um it only takes about 15 minutes of that movie before yeah because the the (laughs) the opening scene in the compound is just ridiculous just absolutely ridiculous like it's just so it's real easy to shut down so far away movie. from from realistic you know what i mean yeah so, uh, I, I, just I don't can't. just just so we're clear 
This is not a movie I recommend anybody watch. Let us take no. that bullet for you. We yeah, did. And, and that's why we do it. You know, we were hoping. We saw the trailers. Sure. We saw the trailers and we were like, I hope something else comes out that week. <laughs> that, way, that way we can dodge it. <laughs> but, <laughs> but first weekend, January, nothing else. Yeah. Uh, and so therefore, we were punished for our good deeds. We were, but the good news is, is that hopefully we got one of the worst movies we'll see out of the way for the year. If we see so, one worse than that, I'll be very disappointed. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So not quite Space Jam too bad, but still pretty bad. I give it a, what did I give Space Jam? I, I, I don't know. I gave it a fat one star. So. Yeah. It's, it's, I, one, one star. Yeah. And that's from my girl Deej because she was awesome. She was pretty awesome. So, but now to good movies. Now to good movies. Let's talk about good movies. So, this week you gave me the movie Clue, mm-hmm. which was a a classic murder mystery movie, um, uh, satire, and it was. Let me let me look this up because I think it was eighty. Yeah, it was 81. 88, right? Or it might be 88. Clue IMDb. Here we go. 19, it was actually right in the middle. 1985. Okay. Um, I thoroughly, thoroughly enjoyed this movie. I think it, it's typical 1980s humor. A lot of clever one-liners, uh, witty responses. I think that is a... Uh, I think that was very prevalent then. And I think it's comedy that lasts, that still holds water, right? Yeah. So um, I thoroughly enjoyed the brand of humor. Uh, Tim Curry, I love him. He's great in everything he does. He's he's phenomenal in everything everything that I've seen him in. He's great. Um, And then you've got, what's the guy's name? Now I can't think of it. Um, He plays... No. Why isn't he here? He's like the biggest name in the movie. I don't know. Tim Curry's pretty big. Nah. Well, yeah, he's probably not as big as Tim Curry, but he's pretty close. No. Chris Christopher Lloyd. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Christopher Lloyd, the other big name in the in the movie. Um, as Professor Plum. And they're fantastic. You know, it, it's funny, man, because one of the prompts in the book is to see an actor's early film. Right. And it was really cool seeing Christopher Lloyd and Tim Curry. Young. And young. I mean, Tim Curry, he was a stud. He's a good looking cat, man, back in the day. So, and he was probably the best actor on screen, if I'm being honest. Yeah. Um, but no, the movie was, was fantastic. I enjoyed I enjoyed the 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 trope of it being a murder mystery comedy. Yeah. And they actually played on the on the classic murder mystery trope, which which really cool to me. So uh, you know, I'd give this movie a solid seven and a half, eight out of ten. I thought it was great. Yeah, I, I respect that. So that you know, it was a it was a really fun watch. And yeah, it was just it was you know, at times it was there was some pacing stuff. Yeah, but I think for a movie of its time, of its time period, it's pretty typical. 
Um, so yeah, that's where I'm at on Clue, man. Great nice. movie, great choice. Thank you. Uh, you gave me seven. I did. Uh, not a comedy. Not a comedy. Uh, it's <laughs> Brad Pitt, Morgan Freeman, Kevin Spacey. Uh, a really good, just dark, gritty murder cop drama. Uh, you have a, a murderer who is killing people at random or what seems to be at random per the seven deadly sins. Um, so there's this kind of, I guess, stress level because you have Brad Pitt, who's a new hot tempered homicide detective who gets teamed up with Morgan Freeman, who's six days away from retiring. And this guy, this murderer shows up and he's the only one smart enough on the force to even keep track with him. Uh, and it's just, it's one of those that the big reveal was great. Uh, you know, cause it, it's one of those that, you know, you get the reveal kind of like with 45 minutes left in the movie and you're like, how do you, what goes on from here? And then you find out, you know, find out it, you know nothing. Yeah. His whole, his whole intentions were to get caught. You know, he turns himself in uh, after, the entire movie of them trying to catch him. And then it's like, why would he do something like that? And then it's like, there's layers to his plan. So it kind of keeps the viewers on his toes. Uh, there's some very graphic scenes, you know, the first kill, the gluttony kill. He basically made a guy eat spaghetti until the inside of his stomach exploded. Like, yeah, like it's just, it's been years since I've seen that movie, but. It's that dark. sounds pretty bad. It's dark. Uh, Kevin Spacey plays such a good, crazy guy. He does. We were talking uh, about that. Yeah, and it's it's not, crazy and he's not like the wild, crazy type. He's like the there's some screws loose in the way his mind thinks. Yeah, type crazy. Like he validates all of his actions with kind of rationale that you're kind of sitting there and you're like, I get it. <laughs> it's screwed up but I get it, which I think makes him scarier than just someone who's doing crazy things with no rationale. Right, just to be a sociopath? Yeah. Sure. Uh, but yeah, great movie. I give it, I mean, I think I gave it an eight. Four stars. Okay. Yeah, so. it was one of those that like, I, when I when I was looking up, it, it constantly came up as as one of the, the better murder mystery movies of its time, so um yeah, for me that was a that was a no brainer, especially being a Brad Pitt movie. Um, I knew that that's something that you would I enjoy. Do love, so. I do love me some B Rad. Yeah, who doesn't though? Who doesn't love Brad Pitt? All right, I was actually looking for movies to give you. Prepared as always, I see. Well, yeah, you know, there's a movie that I want to see that I'm going to give you because I want to see it and for literally no other reason than that. Sure. Are we doing this now? Yeah. Okay, sweet. So for this week, I am giving you a movie that I think, I don't think, I know you've seen this movie. I'm sure you love it. Uh, 2006 is called The Prestige. Hugh Jackman and Christian Bale. Yes, yes. And so I've always wanted to watch it. I've never seen it. So I'm giving it to you so I can watch it. All right. Uh, this is a movie that I think, not the prestige, the one I'm giving you. 
uh, is very cult classic-y. Okay. Like, it's one of those that I don't think ever got the recognition it deserved. Uh, it's it's tough. There'll be some onion cutting in your oh no in your apartment. Uh, oh, no. It's called The Lovely Bones. Oh, I've heard of that. Yeah, okay. Uh, Mark Wahlberg is in it. I think he plays the dad. Um, so. Marky Mark himself? The yeah. one and only? Marky Mark? Yeah, it's it's rough. Like, it is a very emotional movie. Uh, it's a good murder mystery. Um, because, well, I'll just let you watch it. I won't give away anything. Because that's sure. half the fun of the murder mystery, but I like the way the, <laughs> I like the way the story is told. Right. Uh, it's very untraditional to murder mysteries, um, but I think the entire acting, the guy who plays the bad guy, is just super creepy. Uh, everything about it's good. So awesome, awesome! I look forward to it. Is your background moving? How it did is. you do that? It's just one of the preset Zoom ones. Oh. I'm jealous. Yeah. That was great. Okay. Anyways. Um, okay. So you gave me the, uh, you gave me the lovely bones and I gave you the prestige. We'll come back next week with some high quality reviews of each film. Yep. And let's go ahead. Let's jump ship. Let's hop into the meat, the potatoes of this episode. The taters. The taters, as we call them here in sweet home Alabama, the taters. Uh, Let's talk about the Golden Globes, because we saw some things that we liked from the Golden Globes. And I tell you, Jared, after seeing some of the results, I think think we're on the right track, man. I mean, I felt pretty good about it. Yeah, truly. You know, Um, there was a couple movies that I hadn't seen that either won or got nominated. But I think top to bottom like we are on the same page with at least the golden globes yeah yeah the oscars are a different beast but like the golden globes i mean look at us dude yeah um no look here's the thing we there are a lot of movies that i hadn't seen but it's not because they weren't movies that i don't want to watch but because of their availability right in our location which is um, you know super awesome because we i found that theater today downtown that only shows indie yes movies. yeah uh, they're, they're exciting they're not showing big things so i think this coming year if there are some movies that we want to see we can definitely yeah, catch well, them. we can catch them there so the thing was was we saw the licorice pizza trailer like 38 times in theaters and we were we had been talking about that movie and going to watch it for for a while right but it, yeah. that, to our knowledge it just didn't release near us and so it was one that we didn't really get to watch unfortunately um serrano siriano Cyrano, Cyrano uh was another one that we didn't get the chance to watch um because it released in like smaller theaters that weren't yeah. necessarily you know it releases local. it releases everywhere on the 28th of this month though yeah, so I've already planned on. I mean, that's and it's a musical too. So I'm. Yeah, we you know we, we sent for musicals. Absolutely. So we'll be watching that. I think you said the twenty eighth. Yes. Yeah, we'll be watching that. Yeah. So. Um. So yeah, I guess I have the list pulled up. Okay. And, uh, Let's go we, through it and just run through the winner and the nominees. Yep. 
Um, so for best picture, the power of the dog won. Yeah. Uh, you know, again, it's just it's, the weird thing about that movie was is when I first watched it, I didn't know how I felt about it. But then a couple of days later, I was like, you know, that movie was pretty good. And like, the more I think about that movie, the better that movie is to me, yeah. at least. So, so for me, it's the, the individual performances of the, 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 the main characters of the cast. Yeah. Obviously, I, I sent for Benedict Cumberbatch. I think he's a phenomenal actor and a, and a super talent. Um, but you pair that with Kirsten Dunst. Uh, who also did phenomenal with um, the guy I can never remember his name, but the, the red well, guy, you know, what I'm talking about. Yeah. Um, and then the son, who who also did a great job. Yeah, he got nominated for some other stuff. That's awesome. That. That's awesome. Yeah. Uh, um, but the other nominees were Belfast, Coda, Dune, and King Richard. I think you know I've been huge on the Dune train. Yeah. They where a lot of the awards that I gave out was, was, was for Dune. Uh, but me and you both, we saw King Richard and, and we knew that movie was, was something else. Yeah. Um, you know, and, and the performances that we got in that movie were great. So to see it was nominated is, is pretty cool. Uh, pretty cool to see that. Yeah. I didn't get to see Belfast, uh, which I want to, cause it's all over the place. Yeah. Um, I will say this Coda I watched that. You watched that recently, right? Recently, like last week. Yeah. Maybe the first week in January. And it it might have cracked my top 10 all time. Really? Like, there I think was, you, was that the one you texted me about and yeah, said, yeah, I like, think this movie is like my, in like, my top 10? Like instantly, you know, and it's, you know, we make the joke about like people cutting onions and stuff. Uh, I was ugly crying yeah. in Coda. Like it's, it was big at Sundance. I'm glad it got the recognition it deserved because I thought all of the actors were fantastic. The dad who I looked up his stuff, he's like an improv uh, sign language. I mean, he's deaf, but he does like improv sign language. So like some scenes where he was describing stuff were so funny. Uh, And he, the whole cast is great. So I, I highly suggest anyone with Apple TV to watch that as soon as possible. That was the movie where the girl sings, but she comes from a deaf family. Yeah, she's that... the she's the only one that can hear in her family. Her older brother, mom, and dad are deaf, and her passion is singing. So her family doesn't really understand why she wants to pursue that because they don't they can't ever hear it. So it's hard for them to understand wanting to sing. Wow. Yeah. Even that's just like really powerful. Yeah, like, it's, like it's, just the plot. It's a tough. I won't say a tough. It's a funny movie. It's very lighthearted. Yeah, it's a feel good film. Sure. Like the ugly crying was happy crying, not boo hoo crying. But right. And I'll say it if you know if you're new to the channel and you're watching this now, I do cry in movies. Oh yeah, I'm not ashamed of it. No, not at all. It's, it's a badge of honor. So I just realized that we have a chat. Yeah. And that's really cool. Yeah. So. I've been trying to, I've been trying to check it every now <laughs> Better and then. than me. I didn't even know until just now. Yeah. I got it up on my phone. Yeah. 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 
Actually, I'm going to set it up by my computer. So it's bam right there. Okay. Uh, Anyways, so I'll, I'll do the next one. So best motion picture went to the power of the dog. Um, best performance by an actress in a motion picture. Nicole Kidman being the Ricardos, which I haven't seen. And to be honest with you, I, I was not aware of this before I saw who won. Neither was I. So the only thing Nicole Kidman does that I'm aware of right now is the AMC thing. <laughs> where she's where, talking about, yeah, you know, the where she makes it so the so passionate plea about why going to the movies is important. <laughs> I saw her at least 47 times last year. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was a bunch. So we saw her all over the all over the silver screen last year. So, uh, but no, I, this and this is something that. Uh, she's a good enough actress in pretty much anything that she does that I would give being the Ricardos a watch. Yeah. Um, you know, something like that. And, and it, you know, it got recognition for a huge award. So um, that alone, I'll probably give it a watch. Uh, other nominees on this list, Jessica Chastain for the eyes of Tammy Faye, Olivia Coleman for the lost daughter, um, Lady Gaga, house of Gucci. And then Kristen Stewart, Spencer. Um, we saw House of Gucci in theaters. And, yeah. And the question was tossed around whether or not we thought Lady Gaga would get an award. And I, and I even made the comment during the trailer that I thought her performance in that movie would get her an award. After the movie, I said, I don't think she would win it but I think she would get nominated. Yeah. So it's, it's really cool to see um, that she got some recognition as somebody who's usually a, a singer yeah, more her, so than actor. Yeah. Acting right? is not her first Avenue. Yeah. So it was really impressive. The fact that she could stand alongside the likes of Adam driver, um, Stanley Tucci, the, just the, there's a huge, huge cast in that yeah. movie. And she didn't look out of place. I think that speaks care. That speaks volumes to, to her acting ability. Um, so yeah, really glad to see her name on there as well. Yeah. Uh, I didn't see Spencer, the lost daughter or the eyes of Tammy Faye. Sure. Um, I wanted to see the eyes of Tammy Faye. That's got Andrew Garfield in it. Um, obviously Jessica Chastain does well in the movie or you don't yeah. get nominated. Uh, I don't know anything about the lost daughter and Spencer's been on my list for a while. I just haven't rented it yet. Um, that's Kristen Stewart plays Princess Diana. And I think that's, she looks just like her from the trailers I've seen. Yeah. Uh, and I like biopics. So it's definitely one that's been on my list. I just need to sack up and watch it. Yeah, no. And Kristen Stewart, for those fans of uh, Team Edward and Jacob and all that Vampire Diary stuff, uh, Kristen Stewart was, from what I was told, good in those movies. Yeah, I what you them, what so. you were told. Yeah, I, yeah. You don't have to lie yeah. to me. <laughs> don't lie. Don't lie to the people. We know. <laughs> um, no. So that you know, there, there, uh, there's some movies that we'll probably end up watching some at some point this year. Um, you know, anything that's like I said, anything that's capable of getting a recognition. Like this is definitely something that I'll, I'll give a uh, I'll watch. Yeah. So, oh, go ahead. 
Can I get the next one, man? Nah. I've I've crapped on him enough. I think it's only right that I celebrate him. Yes. Uh, so we have Best Actor in a Motion Picture Drama, winner Will Smith for King Richard. Uh, and again, for those of you who know me, I'm a very big critic of Will Smith. And it's not that I don't like Will Smith. It's I expect more from Will Smith. So I'm kind of like the baseball dad, right? When... When he, yeah, when, yeah, yeah, when, yeah. when he when he strikes out, I'm upset because I know he has the ability to do more. Uh, and King Richard, uh, he was second on my list behind Benedict Cumberbatch. Uh, but obviously, you know, good enough to win. And I agree wholeheartedly. Uh, it's not something that I think is surprising or should be surprising. He was fantastic as Richard Williams. Uh that movie really surprised me this year. It was one that I expected to like, but not love. Um, and it was great. Yeah, we so we we went and watched that in films. And for anybody that is a, a fan of the show, you know that I'm a huge Will Smith fan. I'm, I mean, he's most of my heart picks in just about any category that we've done. Um, I love Will Smith. And it was really, really, really awesome to see him perform in, in King Richard. And after the movie, we were doing the thing where we where we talk. And it was the first time Jarrett was like, that's that's a performance that could get him an award. Right. And I mean, he he was fantastic. I, I I would love to see more uh, of this from Will Smith because yes. he is capable of it. Yeah, give me more of that, Will Smith. Yeah. And we can start talking. And I'm man enough to admit, you know, <laughs> I'll swallow my words. Yes. But no, very well deserving. Congratulations, Will, if you ever listen to this. Which he will. Yeah, just start on this episode. Ignore, Don't. ignore the other ones. Yeah. No, no. Watch the other ones because they'll hear me praising him, right? Regularly. But yeah. They'll be like, yo, that Kevin guy is probably my biggest fan. I yeah, am. Yes, yeah, yeah, same. I was there for Wild Wild West. I was there for what was it? What was it called? Earth? No. What was that movie? Earth with One. Earth One. The one with Jaden? Yeah. Oh, that was a nightmare. Oh, that was bad. <laughs> right. So and anyway, we digress. Yeah. Uh, the nominees for that category were uh, Marshala Ali for Swan Song, Javier Bardem for Being the Ricardos, Benedict Cumberbatch for The Power of the Dog, and Denzel Washington for The Tragedy of Macbeth. Uh, I didn't see Swan Song. We talked about Being the Ricardos. Uh, Tragedy of Macbeth comes out on Apple TV the 14th. Um, it will get watched. Yeah, it's an A24 film. It's got a lot of Green Knight vibes, which yeah. makes me excited. Um, they're also sh- they're showing it at that movie theater. Yeah, we're going. We'll go. Yeah, I'm down. They're, they're yeah. showing that and Licorice Pizza. So that might be my new favorite place. Yeah, I could get on board with that. Yeah. So we'll do. We'll we'll definitely get our uh, our indie movies out of the way. So that'll be really cool. I'm actually glad you found that. Yeah, so, uh, but anything with Denzel, 
I'm gonna watch it. Yeah, you, that's like just how said, it is. That's all. That's all you need. Yeah, he's at an age now where he can do stuff like this, man. And yeah. I'm, I'm here for it. Yeah. So same. Um. So there we go. Winner Will Smith for King Richard, and the Serena and Venus Williams biopic. Um. Best motion picture, musical or comedy, and we were all over this, Jared. Yeah. Um, winner, West Side Story, was a movie that we saw in theaters. Very high praise. I thought it was fantastic. It, it wasn't my selection, right, for musical or comedy. I think me and you were well, both were on the Tick, Tick, Boom train. Yeah, but we also didn't have – I guess our categories weren't musical slash comedy either. Like yeah, we, were, we were strictly musicals, so like obviously, don't look up and licorice pizza weren't on right. our on our board. Yeah, um, but Serrano, don't look up licorice pizza and tick tick boom were nominees. Um, but to be honest, I would have been okay with with West Side Story or tick tick boom winning. I mean, as much as um, I love tick tick boom. And I enjoyed Tick, Tick, Boom more than I enjoyed West Side Story. Yes. West Side Story, top to bottom, for everything that encompasses making a movie, was a better movie than Tick, Tick, Boom. It was it was better shot. Yeah. The 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 cinema cinematography cinematography cinematography. Thank you. I words. Um, and we're live now. I've got all this pressure. Yeah. Um, the cinematography of West Side Story was 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 far was far superior right um but i think the the music was better in tick tick boom yes i think the acting was just as good i'm not gonna say better because there was some solid acting in west side story um which was why tick tick boom won mine that that was why it won mine um but i'm perfectly okay with west side story winning this uh they're just as deserving just as great and it was a um steven spielberg classic yeah. like yeah. the guy doesn't miss you know no very rarely so. if at all so um so yeah that was best motion picture uh for musical or comedy uh i we're i think we're looking at different lists kevin what's the next category on yours and i'll find i've it. got i've got best performance by an actress in a motion picture we already did that one no we did in a motion picture in a musical or comedy oh yeah Okay. Yeah. Sorry. It, it, it's, I had to scroll down a little bit. Yeah. More. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so, yeah. Yeah. So, for the best actress in a musical or comedy, uh, to piggyback off the West Side Story win, we have Rachel Zegler, uh, who played Maria in West Side Story. She was great. Uh, I think that might have been, I don't know if that was her first movie. It's the first thing I've ever seen her in. Um, she yeah, I haven't her, seen her in. Yeah, she was, she was solid. She was. Uh, I think I don't know if I had her. I forget what I had her on my list. I know she was on there. I might have had her winning. Um, but we have for the nominees: Marion Cotillard for Annette, Elena Heim for Licorice Pizza, Jennifer Lawrence with Don't Look Up, and Emma Stone for Cruella. Um, which I did not see Cruella. I'm actually surprised to see Emma Stone's name on there for Cruella, not to say that she wasn't deserving. Um, just that the reviews I saw of the movie weren't really that good. Yeah, it didn't blow anybody away. Uh, so, but... but she, she, her, Emma Stone is a phenomenal actress, and, and I've seen her in a bunch of stuff. She's great. 
Um, so I'm sure her performance was was really, really good. Now, was that a musical? No. Cruella? I think it was a comedy. Was it? Dark comedy, I guess. Maybe. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, I mean, I think besides, I mean, unless they, there might be singing in it, they might be counting it as a musical. Yeah. I don't know. But I, we know Annette was supposed to be good. Haven't seen it yet. Licorice Pizza, obviously, we want to see. Uh, don't look up. I enjoyed it a lot. Jennifer Lawrence was really great in that movie, uh, as she normally is in most of her films. Yeah. So uh, I'm really excited. The Alana Heim from Licorice Pizza. I haven't seen her in a while. So I'm hoping this kind of, and if I get it wrong, if she's super popular, I'm sorry. But I'm hoping this, I see her more. Um, because from what I've seen of the trailers, I've enjoyed the scenes. So, all right, this one would be a this this should be a you category, but since you took Will Smith, I'm going to take this one. Yeah, uh, I've got best performance by an actor in a motion picture, musical, or comedy. Uh, winner, I think this was a, uh, a an absolute blowout. Andrew Garfield for Tick Tick Boom. Um, we talked about it in our award podcast, just how good Andrew Garfield was in this movie. And he had a big year. So I am looking forward to seeing more Andrew Garfield. You forget how talented of an actor he is. And then you pair that with him literally learning how to sing for this role. And the sky is just the limit for this guy. Truly. Yeah. Um, I couldn't learn how to sing if I wanted to learn how to sing. Yeah. So this is pretty insane for him to be able to do something like that. It's almost infuriating because I Googled it. I was like, is that actually Andrew Garfield singing? And they were like, yeah, he learned three months before the role. And I was like, oh, that must just be nice. Like, okay, I guess I'll (laughs) learn to sing. Right, right. Oh, yeah. So Andrew Garfield winner for Tick, Tick, Boom. Phenomenal movie. Highly recommend it. Probably my favorite. Probably my favorite musical. And that's that's saying a whole lot. So here's the question. Yeah. Because this is also something I've had an internal struggle with because I wanted to say the same thing. The Greatest Showman? Yes. Yeah. You like it? I knew exactly. You know what? I, I do. And I think the reason why is because. I appreciate the fact that I didn't necessarily know anybody from the cast uh, other than Andrew Garfield. Right. And they blew me away. Right. That's fair. With The Greatest Showman, I knew a lot of the cast, so I expected it to be phenomenal, which it was. Um, But I think the surprise factor of Tick, Tick, Boom kind of puts it over the top for me because I wasn't. I wasn't ready for it. I wasn't expecting it. It was just um, great. Yeah. Just I, pure greatness. I respect that. Yeah. And I and I agree. So, um, but yeah, I knew you were going to ask that because it is tough, but it is, it is definitely, man. Uh, other nominees, Leonardo DiCaprio, Don't Look Up. If he's, a, if he's in a movie, he's going to be nominated. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, um, <laughs> Here's one, Peter Dinklage, and I love this because I love Peter Dinklage. Ever since we saw the trailer, we were literally sitting beside each other in the theater for when we saw the trailer for Serrano, 
And I like looked at Jared and he's already like looking at me and we're like, that's going to be a good movie. And sure enough, it's all over the place here. So it doesn't surprise me to see Peter Dinklage's name. Uh, Cooper Hoffman, Licorice Pizza, and Anthony Ramos in the Heights. And I was a big fan of Anthony Ramos. Huge fan of In the Heights. Um, again, Lin-Manuel Miranda. He's just a winner. So He is. In every uh, sense of the word. Yeah. I mean, he just – he doesn't miss either. He's like Steven Spielberg for musicals. Like, well, I say that, but Steven Spielberg can do musicals too. Yes. Whatever. Suck it, Lin-Manuel. <laughs> Whatever, Steven Spielberg. We get it. You're great. Oh, you don't have to uh, rub it in with every film that you produce. Anyways, uh, my next thing here is Best Picture Animated, Jared. Uh, best Picture Animated Art. Right, that is not my next one. Let me find it real quick. And this actually kind of kind of made me a little mad. This is uh, the only category that I did not agree with. Uh, so Best Picture Animated, the winner was Encanto. And I'm fine with that. That I'm fine with. Yeah. I'm, I'm I'm okay with Encanto because I did enjoy the film and it was, if I wasn't such a weeb, right? Like a simp for nerdy anime movies. I just don't It would have been in my top three. I, but, yeah, for sure. But I don't think, I don't think it's better than Mitchell's versus the machines or Ron's, go, or Ron's gone wrong. When uh, I didn't see Ron's gone wrong, I was livid. I like, was so like even mad. if, even if I didn't see Ron's gone wrong, if I would have seen Mitchell's versus the machines, I would have been okay. Yeah. Because I think both of those movies are fantastic. Uh, Encanto has the the Disney backing. Uh, it's got the name recognition, so I respect that. Uh, it was a good movie. I enjoyed Encanto. Uh, the other nominees were Flea, which I hadn't seen. Luca, My Sunny Mod. Mad? I'm sure I'm mispronouncing that last word. That's fine. And then Raya and the Last Dragon, which is not that's infuriating. I mean, Luca was good. Luca was fine. It, it was cute. It was a well. Good... Luca had the whole, you know. And, and look, I, I'm not huge on poli- political narratives in movies, right? But like, it definitely had it. And people were talking about Luca being a metaphor for sexuality and, yeah, and, yeah, and yeah. all that stuff which and you know what for for those people that's fine i'm not looking at it like that i'm looking at it as, as a as something that children watch with with you know but yeah i think it's it sucks that anytime you have two especially nowadays two guy characters that are like close it's always going to be down to oh well that's a yeah they're they're showing being they're being gay. I'm like, dude, why can't guys just be friends without it being? Yeah, without it. Well, the, the thing is, is, is that it frustrates me when a movie has. I don't mind movies having an, a, a political agenda. That, that doesn't bother me. What bothers me is when it's when it's thrown in your face. Yeah, and I just did, nonstop. There's, I didn't there's... get that from Luca. I didn't either. But that was, was a, what I was told. Yeah, I thought it was just a good kids movie it was fine yeah it was fine it was definitely better than ryan the last dragon that movie was awful i didn't think i didn't think ryan was awful but it wasn't when we left the theater i said that movie was not that good we didn't watch it in theaters yeah we did are you sure oh yeah 
Guaranteed. I thought I, I, thought I watched that on Disney Plus. No, we watched that in theaters. We, me, you, Andrew, we were talking about it after. You said, you know, but I, I was. Uh, not I mean, I obviously I didn't. Obviously, it didn't make enough of an impact on me for me to remember seeing it in theaters. Yeah. Uh, I mean, if Raya would have had some sweet soundtracks, I could see it being up here. But it didn't even. It had no music. Yeah, because the animation was fine. Yeah, the animation was clean. Story, story it was, was very good. pretty. Yeah, story was good. A little fast paced for me, but yeah. Like I said, Encanto, I'll give it to you. I can't talk about the flea or Sunny, but Mitchell's versus Machine and Ron's gone wrong were better than I think any of those movies on that list, arguably. Yeah. But. Yeah. I'd agree. I'd agree. That one that one definitely upset me. Seeing Ryan the Last Dragon was like I don't know, Chief. <laughs> yeah. I just don't know. Yeah, it's just Disney. Um, so for me, there's a non-English language. Do you, do you want to go through all of these or just like, Oh, I wanted to go through the main ones. Sure. Um, oh, this, this is a, this is a you one for sure. Uh, best performance by an actress in a supporting role in any motion picture. Um, I think you were really big on her. Yeah, Ariana DeBose for West Side Story, and she—I thought she was better than the main actress, uh, Maria. I thought she, acting-wise, I thought she gave a better performance overall. Oh, I think I think a hundred percent. Had her character been the main character, and Maria's character been the supporting actress, she's going to win it all the same. Yeah. I think she was the best part of that movie. Uh, I loved her character, loved everything she did. I loved her energy. I loved her a lot in West Side Story. Yeah, no, she was great. Um, and I'm going to mess this up, but uh, Catriona Balf for Belfast, uh, which we touched on. We haven't really seen that yet, but we will. Uh, Kirsten Dunst, Power of the Dog. That's, Wait, that was one that we what, nailed. What year is it? Yeah. Yeah. Good for you, uh, Kirsten Dunst. Yeah. Uh, Anjanu Ellis for King Richard. Loved her. Yeah. And then uh, Ruth Negra for Passing, which I'm not really sure what Passing is. I don't think I saw uh, that. So I don't know anything about it. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, Ariana DeBose, very much deserving of this award. She was incredible. And I think if you watch the movie, you will agree with me. Uh, Jared, next thing I have is best performance by an actor in a supporting role in any motion picture. Yes. So the winner for best supporting actor is Cody Smith McPhee for The Power of the Dog. Uh, completely justifiable to me. Uh, I thought his character was great. I thought he did a great job, especially not folding to Cumberbatch. Because a lot of the scenes were just him and Cumberbatch, and Cumberbatch was on a different level that entire movie as far as acting wise goes. Oh yeah. So I thought he did a very good job. Um, the other nominees were Ben Affleck for the Tinder Bar, which I had Ben Affleck in my list, but not for that movie. So uh, what'd you uh, have him for? The Last Duel. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Big year uh, for Ben. Yeah, uh, Jamie Dornan for Belfast. Siren Hines for Belfast. 
and Troy Kotzer, that was the dad from Coda. I was telling you about the improv guy. Yeah. He's a lot of praise to him. Obviously, Belfast has a lot of great acting in it. I'm pumped so, to see that movie. Yeah. I really am. I'm excited. Yeah, if it wasn't twenty dollars to rent right now, I'd probably already seen it. So I'll wait for it to <laughs> wait for it to drop a little bit. Ah, good luck. Yeah. Oh my goodness. I just saw a name that I haven't seen in years. What Kirsten does? No, Maggie Gyllenhaal. Oh yeah. Yeah, I had no idea she was on the other side now. Yeah. That's awesome. Good for her. Um, and I'll go ahead and uh touch on that. Best director. Uh, for any motion picture winner jane campion for the power of the dog again that movie's all over the place uh kenneth brana also a director now he directed belfast yeah that's crazy uh maggie gyllenhaal the lost daughter steven spielberg obviously west side story <laughs> uh dennis villanueva for dune uh i think i think we could have called at least three of those um i haven't seen belfast or the lost daughter but yeah um that's really cool to see maggie gyllenhaal up there that's that's awesome good for her yeah we like the gyllenhaals we do supremely underrated supremely yeah so actually jay gyllenhaal's new movie is going to be a banger ambulance yes yeah oh i'm so pumped that'll be a good action movie yeah yeah it'll be a lot of fun so i i I think it's going to be more like speed yeah, 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 yeah. You know, uh, but yeah. So the next, the next thing I have is, uh, you want to do best screenplay? Yeah, we can cover screenplay with okay, directors. Got, yeah, yeah, yeah. We got best screenplay here. Yeah. So best screenplay, Kenneth Branagh for Belfast. Uh, can't speak too much of it because I haven't seen it, but obviously, it's good. Uh, nominees: Paul Thomas Anderson, Licorice Pizza. Paul Anderson is a great director. He's got his own style, which I really enjoy, so I'm not surprised by that. Jane Campion for Power of the Dog. If you win director, you probably have the best screenplay. Uh, Adam McKay for Don't Look Up. Uh, we haven't gotten a satirical film like that in a while, so I can respect that. And then Aaron Sorkin for Being the Ricardos. I'm going to have to look into that movie because I'm very interested in it. Because uh, yeah. I like Javier Burnham and Nicole Kidman. So, Yeah. That'll be a good one for sure. I actually thought Don't Look Up. This I thought the screenplay was really good, really well done. So, yeah. Um, I know when I when I originally watched it, I wasn't expecting a, a satire, a political satire when I watched it. Um, but I do appreciate the um the screenplay. I, I thought I thought a lot of the dialogue was really well done. Obviously the the people acting it were all superb. I mean it was Jonah Hill, it was Leo, it was Jennifer Lawrence, it was, you know, um, Gwyneth Paltrow. Like, it was just, no. or not Gwyneth, Meryl uh, Streep. Meryl Streep, sorry. Um, the cast was just nutty. So they probably could have read me the phone book and I said, I just said the screenplay was good. So, <laughs> yeah. You know me. what I mean? Like, the cast was just, they were so good. Um, so this is one, I, you know, here's the thing. I've got I've got best original score next. Yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna do that purely because I want to start knowing like the people who do the score. Because I think that's fair. I appreciate 
a well done score. Yeah, I think that's I think that's the thing. I'm with you. Is I know when I like the music, and I know when a score is good. Yes. but I can't necessarily tell you who's doing it. And I'm, right. I'm with you. I would like to be more well versed in that. And to me, and I, I wholeheartedly agree. So the for best original score, uh, Hans Zimmer did Dune. How and the score for Dune was was absurd. It was well, so good. I know Hans Zimmer. That's a name I'm very familiar with. So God knows how many of these he hates. Yeah. Because I feel like every time he's in the studio, it's bangers. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And Dune was just a classic, classic movie. Um, so it doesn't surprise me to see that he won. Um, I actually thought the score for The King's Man was one of my favorites of the year. It was. Um, because it it, it elic- look, is it elicit- elicited whatever um it enhanced the movie and it made me feel things what's that called when it makes you feel emotions like and what is that like elicits elicits elicit. that's what i said right? yeah. originally okay yeah it elicits a lot of emotion um it's very powerful uh now i will say this jermaine franco getting nominated for encanto doesn't surprise me either no i thought that was a great score uh so the other nominees were Alexandra Desplat for the, the French Dispatch. I'm not sure what that is exactly. Uh, Johnny Greenwood for The Power of the Dog. Um, Alberto Iglesias for Parallel Mothers, another one I'm not really familiar I'm not with. I'm familiar with that as well. But there were some, um, some familiar names in that list. Yeah. And it doesn't really surprise me. So, All right. What, what's next on yours? Next on my list, uh, Best Original Song. Yeah, uh, best original song, No Time to Die by Billie Eilish. Uh, you know, I'm okay with that. I have a really, obviously, I was a No Time to Die fan. Yeah. Uh, and there's like certain things that James Bond movies have to have for me. And it's a great opening, a great opening scene. Yeah. Not necessarily the scene of the movie, but the whole the songs playing and you're essentially getting what's going to happen in the movie through like some visual effects. Uh, and I thought Billy Eilish showed a lot of range in their time to die. Um, the other nominees were King Richard be alive and Canto dos or Guitas butchered that Belfast down to joy and respect. Here I am singing. Uh, and I want to see a lot of, I need to see respect. So I am livid that the Encanto song they chose was Dos Orguitas. It should have been surface pressure because I, that was a whole bop. Yeah. And I don't know what the, like what the premise or prerequisites were for best song in a motion picture. You know, I don't know if it has to be the title song or right. what. Maybe so, that's what it is. So maybe that's why they picked it. I also like Surface Pressure. I also really get jiggy with We Don't Talk About Bruno. Oh, that is a good one. Yeah, that, that is song, a good, that that is a good song. Really good. Yeah. But if you'd asked me before and they said, 
an Encanto song would would be nominated, I would have said without a, without question, Surface yeah. would have would have gotten the nod. That's fair, but you know, whatever, whatever. Um, best television series that is a drama. Do you want to go through the nominations, or do you just kind of want to blow through the TVs? We can blow through the TVs, but I will say this: the winner for this one was Succession. And I think the later seasons are supposed to be really, really good. I'm looking forward to watching those. Uh, nominees were Lupin, The Morning Show, uh, Pose, and Squid Game was a huge one. We actually covered that in Bingeworthy, yeah. our Bingeworthy section. Two of um, Two of them, yeah, yeah. Look at us. Hey, look at us. We're just subconsciously picking bangers. I don't know, man. I don't know what it is. Um, yeah, uh, so you go ahead. Oh, yeah, next is, or I guess, I mean, if you want to elaborate, Succession's great. Uh, it's exhausting, but it's great. Uh, yeah. I'll watch the rest of it. It's definitely binge-worthy. Um, best musical in a comedy series, winner was Hacks. Nominees were The Great, Only Murders in the Building, Reservation Dogs, and Ted Lasso. I've only seen Ted Lasso, so therefore I think this is an awful category. Ted Lasso should have won. Uh, I'm, I don't know. Uh, I'm sure Hacks is great, but I'm obviously impartial to Ted Lasso. That's probably my favorite show. Well, Murders in the Building is the one that's got um, um, oh, it looks like Steve Martin. No, no, no. The the singer, the Selena, Disney, Selena Gomez. Selena Gomez. Thank you. Yes. Yeah, I mean, so I haven't seen it, but I might watch it if she's in it because of her acting. Yeah, she's <laughs> definitely in it. Um. Yeah, so I have to watch that at some point. Maybe yeah. we can we, we can do it on a binge worthy. Yeah, we can do a binge worthy. Yeah. And then uh, so we've got I've got a best performance by an actor in a television series. Uh, Jeremy Strong played Kendall in Succession. Uh, he was great. Uh, Brian Cox, the father, also phenomenal for Succession. Both nominated. Uh, Lee Jung Jae, who I'm assuming is the main actor in Squid Games. Yeah. I thought his acting was atrocious, though, so that doesn't make sense to me. Uh, and I'm just being honest. Uh, this is me being honest, guys. Um, Billy Porter for Pose. I haven't seen Pose or Lupin, uh, of which Omar Sy was nominated. Um, but I'm perfectly okay with Kendall getting the nod here. I'm perfectly okay with Brian Cox getting nominated. I thought I think the two are actually phenomenal individually, but even better together together when yes. they're on screen together so perfectly okay with those things what's the next category for you um for me best performance by an actress in a television series uh, yeah i got that uh sarah snook succession surprise uh obviously succession the last season was pretty good um jennifer coolidge stifler's mom the White Lotus, uh, Caitlin Dever, Beaver for Dopesick. She was the love interest in Dear Evan Hansen. Uh, Andy McDowell and Maid, which Lauren said is really good, so I'll have to check that out. And Hannah Waddingham from Ted Lasso. Love her. Anything to do with that show, I love. So. That was not... Oh, you did. Oh, no, that, was, that was supporting actresses. I'm sorry. I'm sitting supporting here. Supporting actresses. What? Oh, supporting actresses. Yeah, 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 yeah. Sorry, it was on a different page. 
No, no, you're good. You're good. Well, I gave but, you the supporting actresses. I'll let you, you give did. us the main actresses. Yeah, I've got to scroll all the way up, though, because I was like, what the heck is he talking about right now? And then you said Waddingham, and then I knew exactly what you were talking about. Uh, best performance by an actress in a television series drama. Uh, the winner is Michaela J. Rodriguez for Pose. Again, that's one I haven't seen. Uh, Uzo Aduba in Treatment for In Treatment. Jennifer Aniston, The Morning Show, which I want to watch The Morning Show. Have you seen the, yeah, the trailer got, for that? Yeah, it's got a lot of people in it. Yeah, it's got, uh, it's not Cameron Diaz, is it? Who's the, uh, no, it's uh, Reese Witherspoon. You know, Reese Witherspoon, yeah. So I do want to watch that. Um, Christine Baronski for The Good Fight and Elizabeth Moss for The Handmaid's Tale. I want to watch The Handmaid's Tale. Um, I've heard nothing but good things about that. Is that a Hulu? It is a Hulu. A Hulu show, yeah. Um, I've heard nothing but good things about that about that show, so we'll have to give it a watch as well. Uh, the next one for me is best performance by an actor in a television series, musical, or comedy. Jarrett, give it to us. Uh, hold on, let me find it. I know who won it because yeah, you do. Yes, you do. He's the man, the myth, the legend. J- Jason Sudeikis for oh. Ted Lasso. Uh, Probably won it 100 votes to nothing, if I had to guess. Uh, Oh, no, the list is actually stacked. It it actually is pretty good. I didn't even know these people were doing TV shows, so uh, egg on my face. Uh, The nominees were Anthony Anderson for Blackish, which has been going on for a while, Uh, Nicholas Holt for The Great, which I haven't seen, Steve Martin for Only Murders in the Building, we got to watch that show. Yeah, and Martin Short with Only Murders in the Building. I didn't even know that they <laughs> yeah. were still acting, and here yeah. they are getting nominated, so good for them. Yeah, we've got to watch that show. I think that's a really – I think it's a really good show. I'm, I'm wanting to watch it. Yeah. Um, We can skip these kind of limited series ones. Yeah. Uh, I will say that they they had a category for mo- TV motion pictures – and there's some movies in there that I want to watch. Yeah, yeah. Motion picture made for television. You talking yeah. about like the WandaVision nominee? Yeah, and like Dope Sick. Yeah, I want to watch Michael Dope Keaton. Sick. Yeah. 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 Um, I think that's the main stuff. I think we hit the main stuff. Yeah. Um, I would like to say, I think we did we skipped over best supporting actor. Uh we did. Yeah, it's like right here. I'm on it. Yeah. Wow. And I think I think this That's is awesome. definitely important to talk about. Do you want to do it or do you want me to do it? You can go ahead. Yeah, so we got Oh Young Soo, uh, who was the older gentleman number one in Squid Games, which I've read a bunch of stories about him. And, like, apparently he had trouble getting work. And then after Squid Games, he has trouble answering all the phone calls he's getting. <laughs> so... So good for you. Uh, he was definitely, I think, the best part of Squid Games. Yes. Uh, very enjoyable. Uh, nominees were Billy Krujup from The Morning Show, Kieran Culkin from Succession. Best Mark, part of the show. Yeah, Roman's by far the best. Yeah. Mark Duplass from The Morning Show, which is the dude from The League. Yeah. And then Brett Goldstein, Ted Lasso. Who's Roy is that? Kent. It's Roy, Roy Kent. So, you know, I'll give Squid Games this one because it's a it's a good emotional story, but we all know Roy Kent was robbed. Roy Kent. 
the one and only. The legend. He's here. He's there. Um, yeah, so that, that pretty much wraps up the Golden Globes. And we got to watch a lot of these. I think we also had high praise for a lot of these movies that we saw here. Doesn't yeah. surprise me. Not not a not a single one really surprised me other than Ryan and the Last Dragon. I couldn't get on board for that, but whatever. Yeah. Um, at least it didn't opinion. win. At least it didn't, at least win. It didn't win. Yeah. Yeah. So that's good. I'm perfectly okay with Encanto being there. It was definitely in my top four. Yeah. Uh, almost made my my you know my nomination. Like I said, if I wasn't such a uh, a, a weeb, yeah, a nerd. It's, it's a shame that Mugen Train doesn't oh. get get the respect. It's probably the prettiest movie of the year last year. Yeah. Hands down. Uh, I actually don't think it's close. I think it's the most visually appealing animated movie that they came out with last year. Yeah. And it, it kind of sucks, but it is what it is. So, um, but other than that, man, I think the Golden Globes were, were perfectly fine. Um, I'm okay with most of these awards. Yeah. I'm, you know, this is probably the first year in a long time that I can look at this list and say, you know, I saw... 90% of every movie that got nominated uh, as opposed to last, well, you know, the last five years or so I will look at it and say, Oh, I saw two of these. Right. And I don't know what else they're talking about. So <laughs> uh, I, I, I've enjoyed that. Yeah. And now that we have the indie movie theater, then we'll be able to probably watch a lot of them. Yeah. Majority of these. And uh, I definitely plan on stopping by there. I know there the movie theater also is the one that does the sidewalk film festivals every August. Oh, nice. Yeah. So I'll probably try to stop into that this year. It'll be my first time going. But oh yeah, we'll definitely go. Yeah. Uh we'll hand out silence your cell phone. Yeah, maybe we can get some business guests. cards and and yeah, that would be we sweet. Can, we can we can do silence the cell phone. Can we do a booth? Go, goes to the streets. <laughs> the mean streets. Oh uh, no, that's that'd be cool, man. That's yeah, that exciting. Would be, that would be sweet. We got time to plan for that. We do. Um, but I know it's been a little bit of a longer episode, so <laughs> we'll wrap up here. Thank you, everyone who are stopped in and watched, or if you're listening, thank you for making it this far. Uh, as far as oh wait, go for it. Yeah, I was gonna d- just uh, the movies to expect. Are we doing yeah. that? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Cool. That's a you thing. Normally, do you want me to do it? Uh, I mean, do you know everything that's coming out? Well, I'm looking at it right now. I'm about to. Okay. Beep, beep. Uh, it is the 12th. Uh, Scream is coming out this week. Yep, which is uh, Scream 5. Yes. Not to be confused. Yes, it is. Um, Courtney Cox, David Arquette, all the original Scream people, yeah, are going to be in it. Um, I did read a review today, Jarrett. It's not looking great. I read, or I, one of the guys I listened to for movie review said that it's it's fun in a if you enjoy the Scream franchise way. He said yeah. the, he said the kills were awesome, uh, and the self aware like horror tropes that Scream is kind of known for. Uh, you know, he said like a bunch of the side characters are like we're only in this to die we're not the main character of this movie right. yeah so so some so some stuff like that uh but i'm sure it'll be okay i did think it was interesting though because i did read that you know we ask what's your favorite scary movie or whatever yeah. and apparently the girl goes the babadook 
And I'm like, yes, I get it. I understand the reference because I watched it this year. Yeah. Um, so that's kind of cool. That it does always feel good. A little throwback. So, what else besides uh, that? Is, that is all I have. Uh, it says redeeming love is opening on the 21st. I don't have anything else for this week. Uh, just the tragedy of Macbeth. Then, the, but that's on um, Apple TV. Apple, right? and then I think some movie theaters will be showing it. Okay, but we will watch that. Yes, it looks sweet. So, um, I know Jared, you're you're a fan of the Scream universe, right? Is I that- love the Scream universe. In fact, for like the first two or three years in college, every Halloween we would do a Screamathon, and we would go down to the bottom of whatever dorm we were into the common room and what just like binge scream one through three. Oh really? The yeah. only thing I can ever think of when they're with scream is the what well, that's sc- the- that's scary movie. I know, but it's the same mask. And so I equate it to the scream universe. Yeah. But it is a scary movie is where that's from. Yeah. So fun fact about that. Fun fun fact. Yeah. That's all I got. That's it. That's okay. everything. Yeah. All right. Uh, if you want to reach out to us, we do have uh, an Instagram at silence your cell phones. You can find us under uh, silence your cell phones subcategory podcast on uh, Facebook. If you want to email us, we can email us at Gmail silence your cell phone, no S at gmail.com. Uh, if you know us personally, please reach out, text us, DM us talk to us you guys are the reason we do this uh it's it's felt really good especially you know we kind of it's kind of like small validations when i read the golden globe list like you know i do feel like we know what we're talking about uh sometimes yeah if you want to share the podcast with your friends like and subscribe on facebook or not on facebook uh, well facebook and youtube please uh that'll go a long way we're trying to grow the channel um, I know a lot of people use YouTube more than Spotify uh, or the podcast. We'll be doing these every Wednesday. If you guys want to pop in and talk in the chat with us, uh, we'll try to continue to add more topics, segments, do different things, whatever you guys enjoy. Uh, now that we're getting a little more comfortable with YouTube, uh, we can try a lot of different things. Um, but we love you guys. You're the reason yes. we do it. All right, so you want me to sign us off? No, yes. I started this thing. You sign us off, but I will say this. That wasn't easy, was it, given all the, no, all it the social medias? Yeah. Right? That was tough. Yeah, I mean, I never said it was easy. Oh, uh, I know. I'm just saying. I, I usually do it, but you, you just you just you took want, it. You, you like, just want you just want validation. Well, well of course. Of course yeah. I do. You're yeah. you're great, you're great, Kevin Shelton. Oh, stop. You're you're amazing. I want to hear you say that you're amazing. We got that on live, right? We can I can clip that later. Is I'll, that I'll edit it, the, run it back. As yeah. far as as far as the listeners know, we ended a long time ago. <laughs> That's uh, fair. Uh, but until next week, guys, and sing.